Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Myers. You can find me on livetoone110.com. And here is my co-host, General Lee Lowry. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here. You can find her on generallee.com. And today we are going to be interviewing Michael Goldstein, maker of Long Life Saunas, what I think are the best near-infrared saunas on the market today, and I'm very proud to offer them for sale on the Live to 110 store. Today, we're going to be revealing all the benefits of near-infrared saunas. So if you've been curious about you know, what they are and how they can improve your health, this is the show that you should be listening to. Sweating is one of the best ways to get out many of the chemicals and heavy metals that are present in our bodies today. Because, unfortunately, due to industrial dumping and polluting, um, this has resulted in us harboring, on average, 700 chemicals in our body. And even babies are being born with many, many chemicals in their bodies, just really, so they're starting out very toxic today. And common sense tells us this cannot be good for us and is very likely going to lead to health issues and disease. Our bodies are, do not know how to process all of these chemicals. And also advances in technology have allowed us to take detox one step further with the advent of infrared saunas. They penetrate far deeper than a regular sauna, thus providing deeper detoxification. So we're going to be talking today about which saunas are best and how they differ from, you know, the typical Finnish or Swedish dry heat sauna that you find at your gym or spa. But first we have to do the disclaimer. That is right. Uh, Please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition, and it is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature. Please consult your health care practitioner before partaking in any treatment that we suggest on this show. So you have a new newsletter, am I correct? That's right. It's actually starting this, I believe this week. Um, I'm really excited about it. You know, it's just going to be great information for all of the listeners, you know, on a weekly basis to to find out more about what we're doing, what I'm doing, you know, from a nutrition and online training standpoint. And again, like I said, you can also find out more about my online training. um, If you go to my website, which is Facebook, generally fitness and nutrition or generally.com. But you know, in the newsletter, what's really cool is that I'm going to be giving away free tips and advice you know, before you decide to come along and and train with me. Nice. Yeah, I have some exciting news. I am just starting the Modern Paleo Cooking Show with moi, Wendy Myers. (laughs) And I'm going to be teaching everyone every week. I'm going to have a new recipe. It's going to be on YouTube, on my YouTube channel at Wendy Live to 110. And it's basically going to be all about how to cook healthy real food, modern paleo food. Modern paleo is my version of paleo, where I believe that you can include uh, foods that are not on a traditional strict paleo diet, like some non-gluten grains, some dairy, potatoes, uh, some grains, if you tolerate them. Uh, Not everyone should be eating those foods, but there are many people that tolerate them and should not have to exclude some of these very nutritious foods from their diet. So it's really a cooking show for everyone and I'm going to be having a lot of fun on there. I'm excited. I've got a shoot coming up pretty soon. 
I'm going to be, uh, you know, filming about four different recipes. So look forward to that on the blog, a new recipe and uh, the new TV show. That is so cool. And, and aren't you going on a cruise soon? I am. I'm going to be going on Jimmy Moore's Living La Vida Low Carb Cruise. Uh, we're going to be going, uh, leaving from Orlando and going to Coco Key in the Bahamas, St. Martin um, in the Dutch Antilles, and to the Virgin Islands. Uh, you know, the biggest question I have as you get ready to go on this cruise is, is the menu on the cruise, because cruises are synonymous <laughs> with eating, and it's like, you know, pizza party, donut party, it's like a carb festival. Yeah. So the first thing I thought of is that's a very interesting combination. Low carb and cruise. Usually, those two don't go together. It's not synonymous. Well, unfortunately, the low carb cruise is low carb, but the cruise ship itself is going to be a carb fiesta. (laughs) (laughs) Because even though it's a low carb cruise, there's only about maybe 200, 250 people on the low carb cruise, but it's in it's in within a regular cruise. Um, It's a Royal Caribbean cruise line. So we're going to be, you know, I'm going to be speaking on the cruise. I have a a speech called Obesogens, Chemicals That Make You Fat. And um, it's a little off, uh, you know, off subject of the low carb matter, but it's still about, you know, how to lose weight by thinking about what you're putting on your body. And uh, so unfortunately, there is going to be a lot of low carb, a lot of carby, um, Things that are going to be tempting all the low-carb cruisers. We'll change the name to uh, Wendy's Willpower Cruise then. (laughs) Exactly. You can tell us how you did. Yeah. Our guest today, Michael Goldstein of NearInfraredSauna.com, is a nutritionist and owner and founder of Long Life Near Infrared Saunas. He became interested in infrared sauna therapy in 2003 as a detoxification method for his clients doing nutritional detoxification. And initially, he just began constructing saunas for his clients, but in 2009 decided to make saunas full-time. So, Michael, I'm so happy to have you on the show. Thank you, Wendy. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so I have your infrared saunas for sale on my site on live2110.com in the store. And um, I've been researching near-infrared saunas for for many years. I uh, wrote several blog posts about them. And I definitely researched all the manufacturers are there, out there. There's not very many, but I researched uh, many to, or all of them before choosing one that I would be proud to have on my store and be proud to offer to my clients and to my readers on live2110.com because you make the finest infrared saunas or near infrared saunas available on the market. Oh, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) It's been uh, uh, many years in the making and um, we are a small business and definitely uh, constantly striving to make the best product out there. Yeah, so why don't you first tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and, you know, how you became, you know, found your way to becoming a nutritionist and why you started making near-infrared saunas. Yeah, uh, well, I got into nutrition for my own personal health reasons. Uh, That started about 20 years ago uh, after having some bad experiences with a medical doctor in terms of trying to figure out what was going on with my body uh, and um, not getting any information at all about food and nutrition, which sparked my interest to learn. Uh, and that, from there, I started 
studying on my own, eventually went back to school to study nutritional science and uh, I have a degree in nutritional science which is mostly food and biochemistry and um, it's been pretty much a focus of my life since then. I began working one-on-one with clients to do nutrition counseling and we focused primarily on detoxification and that's where I learned about infrared saunas in general and this was in about 2001 when I uh, first started learning about them and they seem to be a really really good way to slowly detoxify the body Uh, it's a gradual and very effective uh, and even gentle way to detoxify the body and it's easy because you just sit in there and enjoy the warmth and um, in 2003 I decided that I, I really wanted to uh, make these available to my clients and I had uh, come across near infrared and studied that pretty intensely and, and decided this was a better approach than far infrared and far infrared is very popular they're easy to find and um, they're really not the best thing out there uh, so I wanted to go with the best so I, I got into near infrared they are not technically complex to make so I was able to make my first one for myself and try it out and I just loved it and decided this was totally the way to go and I began making them individually for my nutrition clients uh, I was doing hair mineral analysis and we were finding all kinds of heavy metals in people's bodies and using the sauna as part of a comprehensive nutrition program to help these people get into better health. So why is it, in your opinion, so important to detox today? Well, we, well, basically we are living in a toxic soup. Uh, there isn't anyone who doesn't have uh, daily exposure to harmful toxins, whether they are heavy metals or chemicals uh, or pesticides. They're in these type of toxins are in the air, they're in the food, they're in the water, so we're, we're unfortunately getting them pretty much from everywhere. Uh, and there's all different kinds of toxins uh, in all of them, uh, regardless of the type they are, they can all be eliminated through sweat, which is why saunas are the premier way to detoxify. But we really need it. I mean, there are some people who are able to tolerate a fair amount of this stuff in their body. But for most of us, it's sort of this slow decline in our function, a little bit here, a little bit there, until it gets to the point where it starts to compromise our health or contribute to the body not being able to heal from some other condition. Uh, so detoxification is really a baseline strategy just to stay healthy and to deal with any health challenge you might be having that may be compromised by uh, toxicity. Yeah, it's really amazing to me how there's so much knowledge out there, and it's it's going more mainstream. But there's so many people they fall ill, they have you know all different kinds of health issues and diseases, and they go to the doctor, and there's no mention of are you toxic or it could be from toxicity. And uh, for the most part, the majority of medical doctors and even naturopathic doctors are not getting it or communicating it that the underlying cause of most diseases and health conditions and vague symptoms like fatigue and brain fog 
is heavy metal and chemical toxicity. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you're right. There's not, there's not enough awareness. It's growing. Um, but uh, more people really could benefit from any kind of basic detoxification. So why, why near-infrared? Why are you making near-infrared saunas rather than far-infrared saunas? Uh, well, near-infrared has a wider range of health benefits. That's, that's really the main reason. And um, both saunas are good for detoxification. Uh, both saunas are good for heating up the body, raising the body temperature, which has its own health benefits. Uh, but near-infrared has a specific uh, healing quality that far infrared doesn't. Our bodies have actually have a, a specific cellular response in near infrared. There are structures inside the cell, inside the mitochondria, that respond directly to certain uh, wavelengths of near infrared light. So we, we have an adaptive response. We have actual structures evolved to process near infrared light. There's nothing like that in the body for far infrared. Far infrared is basically heat. We don't have a biological response to the wavelength itself. So, you know, that tells me that we, we're supposed to get near infrared, otherwise we wouldn't have these structures in our body. So it has that healing quality, and the near infrared light uh, leads to uh, an improvement in energy synthesis inside the cell, which in turn leads to cell healing and rejuvenation. And the other reason is that near infrared uh, is a powerful anti-inflammatory. And we talked about toxins being behind or contributing to many diseases today. Uh, inflammation is the other big problem, uh, and it's a, it's a part of almost all pathologies. So if you have a daily therapy that brings down inflammation and you're addressing it in your diet, you're really going to be making a big difference. You're going to be in better shape. So near-infrared has these advantages uh, over far-infrared. And the last reason is that it's, it's, uh, like the technology is very simple. Uh, they're easy to make, and for the consumer, they're really easy to maintain. Um, you can keep these things going on your own uh, without any, uh, really without any special tech to come help and fix your sauna if it breaks uh, or fine-tune it. Uh, the far infrareds are, are a little more technically complex, which for the consumer uh, can be a bit daunting if something breaks. They're not so easy to fix. Yeah, I experienced that. I for about a year um, before getting my own near infrared sauna, I would I was going to different spas and health centers here in Los Angeles uh, that have near far infrared saunas, and uh, they're that people aren't aware of them, but they're all over the place. And most large cities, they're in tucked away in saunas and little workout areas and things like that. And uh, they were constantly having problems with different aspects of the sauna. And it was a, you know, the one they had had a computerized control panel and it was always breaking. It was kind of a pain. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I hear that a lot from people who call and ask me about it, about our saunas. And they tell me about the problems they've had. And that's one. And, and I always found it interesting. The, the far infrared doesn't generate any visible light. So you can't see it. So if you're in a sauna that has, say, six or eight heaters and one of them starts to go on the fritz, there's no way to know until enough of them go out to where the sauna doesn't get hot anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, and for any of you listeners out there that aren't really sure what a far infrared sauna looks like, it's, you know, just a, looks like a big sauna and it's got black panels inside of it. They can be made of ceramic as well. They're like, they look like, big black um, 
fabric panels that surround the entire sauna. But a near-infrared sauna has light bulbs. They have uh, near-infrared. They're also called heat lamps. Yes. Yeah, and they, they give off... Most of what that comes out of them is, is not in a visible wavelength, but they do give off some red light. So if one of them goes out, it's obvious because it goes dark. It's really easy to see. And then you just reach over and unscrew it and put in a new one. Uh, whereas with the far infrared, if one of your carbon panels burns out and you do realize it, you have to go to the company. A lot of these things are integrated into the wall. You need a tech to come out and replace it. And if for some reason your company that you bought it from is no longer in business, well, then you're out of luck. Yeah. Uh, with the near-infrared, we don't, none of the near-infrared sauna makers actually manufacture the bulbs. Those you can get anywhere. So, you know, if it's 25 years down the road, you can still go get a new bulb and just put it right in. Yeah, they're just at every hardware store and online, Amazon. And online, yeah, they're easy to get online. Yeah, and they're like $10. They're, um, they're just called heat lamps. Correct. They're like a red Correct. bulb. Yeah, you're going to pay anywhere from 7 to 15 uh, and, you, and you never need to pay more than that. So what are some of the, the negative or harmful aspects of far-infrared saunas which would you know make it a more prudent decision to use a near-infrared sauna? Uh, well, uh, in terms of the harmful aspects, the one that most people point to is the electromagnetic radiation. Uh, the far infrared saunas, especially the older ones, have uh, many of them have a high EMF reading inside the sauna. Uh, the old carbon ones and ceramic ones. And the electromagnetic field radiation is not good for you. It's especially bad for your immune system. And in the far infrared sauna, you literally sit right up against the heater where the, the field strength would be at its strongest. If you sat five feet away from them, it wouldn't be a problem. But you sit right next to it, so it's sort of like putting your head next to a big bank of fluorescent lights. You know, it's got this sort of buzzy feel to it, <clears throat> and that is not good for you. The newer units, they are shielding the wiring, and they're definitely better, um, but not all of them. You have to kind of go, and you got to really look around and even test it yourself to see. So that's, that's the first problem. The second, uh, and this is a, a matter of opinion, some people think far infrared is just a little too close to microwaves uh, and that heating your tissues with far infrared is unhealthy. Um, I don't know if that's, I haven't seen any definitive science on that, um, but there are some people who believe that's the case. Uh, and then in terms of negative effects, uh, there's two I can think of. All the commercial far infrared saunas seem to have a thermostat built in, which is really dim-witted in my opinion, because we all know what happens to a thermostat when you set the heat in your house and it reaches the temperature you set, the heat goes off. Yeah. It, that's what a thermostat does. It shuts it off. Well, if you're in a far infrared sauna and you set it, say, for 140 degrees and it reaches 140 degrees, the infrared goes off. Now you're just sitting in a stuffy closet. Uh, you know, the point of using the sauna is to get the infrared on your body. So there should never be a thermostat because it's going to make the infrared come off and on, off and on, off and on throughout the sauna. So the, the reality is much of the time you're in there, it's not even on. Wow, I never even thought of that aspect. It yeah. never so, occurred to me. You know, now, some of them you can just set to be on all the time, you know, but, but with a thermostat, setting the temperature to anything other than maximum is, is a waste. Uh, and then the second thing, which I think is negative, is that 
because of the way those sonnets are built, uh, the far infrared, it's, an, it's like all other electromagnetic energy. It travels in a straight line. If you're leaning against the wall that's all carbon panels, the only infrared that reaches your body is what's really right behind your back. You know, if you move over a foot to your left or your foot to your right, that infrared is coming straight out of the panel and going straight across the sauna into the wall on the other side. It never reaches your body. And I have a blog post on my blog sort of with some pictures explaining what I mean by this. Um, but much of the infrared that comes out in the sauna never reaches your body. And that's, um, that's just a design flaw. And uh, with the near-infrared, you really get much more on your body because we stack all the heaters on one side, and they're directional. They point their heat forward right at your body, and then the interior of our cabins is reflective rather than absorptive. So any stray infrared that doesn't land on your body the first time bounces around off the walls and can come back to you uh, on, a, on another pass. So you get a lot more bang for your buck, a lot more of that infrared reaches your body, which is exactly why you're in that sauna. So uh, I do think that is a big design problem with far infrared saunas. I am so glad I had you on the show <laughs> because you are making so many distinctions for me and even in so much research that I've done that I just really was not aware of. And I'm frankly kind of upset that I spent a year in a far infrared sauna and I was probably kind of wasting my time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not getting as much as you could have. You know, what's interesting to me is is that despite this, people there are many people who have had great experiences with far infrared therapy. And what that tells me is that there's a profound need for detoxification because despite all those problems, you can still sweat profusely in a far infrared sauna, which means you're detoxing. And and I think that is the reason that people still have some good experiences with far infrared. They oh. just could be they just could be better with near infrared. Oh yeah, I mean, I definitely got a big benefit. I was sweated like crazy, and uh, I people are definitely benefiting from far infrared saunas. So, listeners out there, if that's all you got, you bought a far infrared sauna, then you know you're still having a tremendous amount of benefit. Correct, correct. Yeah, I don't want to say that they're all bad and, and have all the people out there using them get mad. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> they do still have benefits. I just think that there's something even better. Yeah, and so you mentioned electromagnetic fields or EMFs, and I think there's a lot of people that aren't aware that they have sensitivities to them. A lot of people have headaches or they have fatigue or they just don't feel well um, when they get around them because we're so surrounded by EMFs and wireless internet technology and electrical cords, all this stuff plugged in. And I think there's a, a lot of people that aren't aware of that and going in a far infrared sauna and having additional exposure can cause them problems. Yeah, I agree. Especially uh, in the units where it's high, you're really in the thick of it because you are leaning right up against the heater. Yeah, I know when I was in my far infrared sauna, I was, uh, I'd actually laid down in it and my, yeah. my head would be right against the panel. Right, right. <laughs> probably not a good idea. Um, no, no, probably not. <laughs> um, so probably fried my brain a little bit. <laughs> yeah, generally speaking, with any of the infrared saunas, you don't want the heater directly next to your head. Yeah. And, um, that's a general contraindication not to heat your head directly. Um, and I just I also want to say that in order to actually have a problem with that, you would have to intentionally misuse the sauna. It's fine to 
feet in the sauna. It's fine for your head. It's fine if your head is in front of the panel for a minute or two, but you, or even a few minutes. You'll see those warnings, though, not to heat your head directly uh, because your brain is more sensitive to temperature changes than the rest of the tissues in your body. So it's not the infrared, but it's the temperature. Uh. So having the temperature in your brain go up very high would be not good for you. Yeah. So, but like I said, in order for that to actually happen, you would really, I imagine you'd have to spend an hour and a half or two at least with your head right on the heater. I don't really see people doing that though. Okay, so why, why use near infrared sauna? What are the benefits? Uh, well, number one is detoxification, uh, which we, we already talked about a little bit. The necessity is there. And the sauna, because you're sweating, uh, you can eliminate toxins that are water-soluble and fat-soluble. That's really important uh, because it spares a lot of work for your body to get things out through the kidneys. Water-soluble toxins come out in the urine, and fat-soluble toxins, your liver actually has to, has to uh, biochemically convert into a water-soluble toxin so it can come out through uh, the urine. And that's hard. And your liver is very good at doing it with things it recognizes, like uh, toxins and byproducts that are just from everyday living, but all of the novel chemical compounds that humans create, well, our bodies have no idea what they are. So your liver kind of struggles to figure out what to do with some of these compounds. And when you sweat, it doesn't matter. They can just come right out through the skin. Uh, so it saves a lot of work on your organs of elimination. Uh, so that's the first reason. The second reason is for, uh, specific to near infrared, and, and that's uh, reduced inflammation. Um, and this is really important. Um, inflammation is an underlying factor in so many health conditions uh, that a passive anti-inflammatory uh, exercise like sauna use is going to yield a long-term benefits in terms of um, disease reduction uh, and uh, overall health maintenance and health improvement. And any type of specific inflammatory condition, you know, like a rheumatoid arthritis, is really going to benefit quickly from near-infrared sauna use. Uh, the third reason is that inside the sauna, if you spend 30 minutes in there, you can pretty easily raise your body temperature uh, two to three degrees Fahrenheit. And two degrees is sort of the magic number to where you start to get hormonal changes. Uh, and what happens is that increase in body temperature, well, it does two things. First, it, it, it increases your immune function, enhances your immune system, which is really good. But it causes your body to release growth hormone, which is very rejuvenative as an adult. Um, and uh, it's a really good thing. It helps, especially if we're over 40, helps uh, with bone density. It helps maintain muscle mass. I have customers who are using this sauna as part of their weightlifting program uh, and have reported a beneficial impact on their, you know, on their muscles, uh, which we attribute to that heat impact on uh, growth hormone. Uh, doesn't it help? It doesn't it help recovery quicker after a workout? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, the near infrared. It also um, the sauna effect. The heat stimulates your circulation. The near infrared helps your body release nitric oxide, which is a vasodilator, um, which is going to be helpful for all manner of workouts as well as recovery. So those are those are some specific benefits to the near-infrared sauna. Doesn't it um, kill parasites as well? Absolutely, that's the heat. Uh, when you raise your core temperature two to three degrees, and you can raise it more, we don't 
you know, that's something I would talk about with people on an individual basis and recommend they work with a health practitioner if they want to do that. Um, but it's the heat. The heat stimulates the immune system, and at a certain temperature, it's a direct antagonist to parasites, and viruses, and bacteria. I've seen people with different types of intestinal parasites and candida and Lyme. I have a lot of people using it as part of their Lyme protocol. All of them, they benefit from raising their body temperature. Yeah, because I, I, you know, in my reading and studies and whatnot, I've uh, read that all these, uh, you know, viruses and parasites and fungi, candida, even weakened cells, cells weakened by radiation, um, they are very intolerant of heat, even cancer cells, very intolerant of heat. So they just, they just die en masse when you are consistently uh, doing an infrared sauna. Right, and that, that's, uh, you, you hit upon an important point, it has to be consistent. You don't get that benefit by using the sauna once every two weeks. Uh, you really, you want to be in there at least five times a week. And if you have a, a health condition you're dealing with, you may consider being in the sauna seven times a week. Yeah, and uh, I think another really important point to make about parasites, because these can be very frustrating to treat and... And even if you, like for instance, I was, uh, it dawned on me at one point, maybe I should figure out if I have parasites. So I went to my naturopathic doctor and ran a few tests and I thought, well, how with these three tests are we really going to figure out if, what parasites I have? I felt like it wasn't comprehensive. Went to a gastroenterologist, a typical MD. He tested me for five parasites in my stool and found nothing and I thought well everyone has parasites like I know I have parasites (laughs) so and I thought how can you test me for five parasites and like oh you're free and clear and you know give me a clean bill of health and I think there's so many thousands if not millions of parasites there aren't tests for all of these things I think you're right about that so you you just need to go fry them in a near-infrared sauna and just call it a day you don't need to do testing you don't need to do some protocols, herbs, or whatever. You can just kill them all just by consistently using an infrared sauna. Yeah, make your body a place that's inhospitable for them. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have the exposure to these things, and in many cases, our bodies can tolerate a small amount of this in the body, uh, and they just sort of exist in harmony with other critters that live in our body. Uh, it's only when things get out of balance for one reason or another, like taking a course of antibiotics, uh, that things become a problem. So, you know, the sauna will decrease the bad bugs, uh, and hopefully at the same time you'll be on a program to increase the good bugs and um, uh, make your body, uh, like I said, a, a less hospitable place for parasites and fungi and yeasts. And what about cancer prevention and treatment? I think this is a huge, huge area of interest for many people um, because uh, there's a 40% cancer rate. One in three women get cancer, one in two men uh, will get cancer in their lifetime in the United States. And I'm sure the stats are similar around the world. So how can an infrared sauna or a near-infrared sauna help to prevent cancer and even kill cancer tumors? Yeah. Uh, first, I, I would um, just say, uh, as the uh, manufacturer of the, the sauna, I'm going to dance around with the language a little bit um, in terms of what kind of terms I use to yeah. describe how we, how we work with cancer. Um, 
first for people who are do not have cancer uh the regular raising of the body temperature along with uh the, the detoxification will stimulate the immune system and make the body a place inhospitable for cancer cells to grow along with sweating out chemicals that cause cancer so you, you do those things and your likelihood of developing cancer goes down significantly you're eliminating risk factors right there, and um, that's really important. So we get the toxins out. The to there are toxins that are shown, proven to cause cancer. So we want those out of the body, and we want to keep the body primed in a way that makes it uh, unfriendly for cancer cells to grow. And for people who have cancer, we pretty much do the same thing. You want to remove any possible triggers any kind of toxins that are, are causing things or contributing, uh, any toxins that are contributing to your immune system not running optimally. And then you want to create a condition in your body that makes uh, that's inhospitable for cancer. And that, that includes raising the core temperature. You know, in that case, you'd be looking at three or four degrees, something you would do with your health practitioner uh, as part of your comprehensive program. Um, this is easy to do because all you have to do is turn the sun on and then go in it. <laughs> uh, it's the most relaxing, passive type of therapy because really you just sit there. Occasionally you rotate your body, but really you're just sitting there. Um, so it's not hard. It's not complicated. And uh, But for people looking to prevent and people looking to recover, it's really, you know, we're doing the same thing pretty much. You know, we're, we're just using the sauna. Yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm using it is because, you know, my father passed away from esophageal cancer. And uh, so for me, it really hit home. Like, what do I need to do to prevent it? What do I need to do to prevent cancer? So in my research, I just hit home on near-infrared saunas and began using them. And I just feel really, really good about that choice that um, I don't want to be one of the statistics. No, nobody does. Nobody does. And... and until you become one, if you do, a lot of people don't think about it, <laughs> you know, people don't think about it until the doctor gives them some bad news, so uh, it's really good to keep ahead of things and, and take care of yourself, no one's going to do it for you, it's really um, your personal responsibility to do so. Yeah, and that's what I really urge all the listeners and my readers of the website and whatnot to do, is to be proactive and take responsibility for your own health because no one else is going to. You're going to get 15 minutes with your doctor and he just doesn't have the time to really get dig down and figure out what's wrong and what you need to be doing. And, and also because, uh, you know, an ounce of prevention is a pound of cure. You, you have, yeah, you have to think about prevention in today's toxic cesspool of a planet. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, it's 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 really it's true. It's a sad state. We have, um, you know, our latest assault on the environment, the meltdown of Fukushima, spewing radiation all across the Pacific. It's not being reported by the mainstream media, um, but the sauna is going to be useful for that too. You've got two things. One, uh, you know, when people are exposed to radiation, there's there's the radiation, and then there's whatever it is that is radioactive. So in the case of you know, cesium, for example, if that enters your body, you can sweat it right out and remove it from your body. 
in which case it's not going to be damaging tissues anymore. It's only if it gets absorbed and it stays there that it damages tissues. Uh, and the second component is the nitric oxide, which we are now finding out is incredible for protecting tissues from radiation damage. So people should be taking Viagra. <laughs> uh, no, no, actually. That, that increases nitric oxide. Oh, actually, Viagra is a PDE5 inhibitor. Uh, so it just makes the nitric more effective. Oh, okay. uh, and it prevents it from being <laughs> prevents it from being metabolized and broken down. The best thing for uh, increasing your nitric oxide is organic beets. Ah, okay, great. Yeah, your body and uh, your body beets have a, a food based nitrate, which is very good, and the bacteria both in your mouth and in your gut convert it to nitric oxide, and uh, it's quite good for you. And it has this protective effect. In the fifties, the Russians figured out that beet fiber has a protective effect against radiation, but I don't think they, they knew about that it was because of the nitric oxide. And recently they found out that, that nitric oxide has a protective effect against radiation. So um, it's, uh, that's actually the factor at play in the beets. So you got to eat your beets and go in the sauna. That's right. Exactly right. <laughs> and so it doesn't, the infrared sauna, it kills radiated cells as well. Not only do you sweat out the cesium, um, but it will also destroy cells that have been exposed to radiation. A lot of people aren't aware of, forget Fukushima, we've got all kinds of radiation that we're exposed to in our environment when we fly in planes and do dental x-rays, yada, yada, yada. And But these cells are weak and they are killed by the sauna, correct? Yeah, it helps turn over those tissues and get them out of their body so you can rebuild something healthier and new. And um, back to cancer for a minute, I, I had one thought that occurred to me. Um, it, when someone um, does elect to go under the traditional standard of care and undergo chemotherapy and radiation, um, these do damage the liver uh, to uh, varying degrees. And I, I think it's really imperative. Also, the chemo adds more toxicity to a body already completely overburdened with toxins, which is why they develop cancer in the first place. And so, um, unfortunately, because they have damaged their liver to a degree that an infrared sauna is even more imperative to take some of the burden off of the liver and sweat all the chemicals they have out in their skin so that their impaired liver is not even more burdened. Yes. I think... Um... It's a really useful adjunct. If you're taking that uh, approach and doing chemotherapy, you can do the sauna right along with it. I do have a, a, a long testimonial on my website from a woman who did just that. And it was interesting because she had already done one round of chemo when she bought the sauna. And she used the sauna throughout her whole second round of chemo. So she had two experiences to compare and she said the second round, while while using the sauna, she didn't have any, she didn't get sick at all from the chemo, which was a, a night and day experience compared to her first time. So it's uh, I mean, those things are are to they're completely toxic. They're supposed to be toxic, and they take some a while to get out of your body. And if you have a compromised liver, you're exactly right. It's going to take even longer and, and be harder to get out. And with the sauna, you can sweat them out of your skin and get them out a lot faster and have. Um, an easier time dealing with the chemo. Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why chemo patients uh, or any cancer patient, they end up relapsing down the road because the chemo treatment, while it destroyed the tumor or it goes into remission, 
they never address the underlying cause, which is toxicity in the body, you know, and mineral deficiencies. And so they're much more likely and, you know, destroying their liver to a degree that they're much more likely down the road to develop it, uh, you know, get cancer again. Yeah, yeah, the chemo is so toxic that, you know, it's just, its goal is just kill everything and hopefully the tumor will die before the host. It's not a very evolved uh, philosophy, but that's how it works. Yeah. Yeah, so how long and often does one need to use a near-infrared sauna to benefit? Um, To benefit, I would say you want to be in there at least two or three times a week um, to really see some benefits. And that's for someone who's just sort of, you know, looking for someone who doesn't have a specific health condition. Uh, uh, If you have a health condition, you probably want to be in there five times a week, maybe seven. Some people will even go in there every day, twice a day. And if you want to do a course of detoxification, let's say you buy a sauna and you want to do some detox work initially, you're going to want to sweat every day. Um, The real benefits come using it at least five times a week. That's when you really start to notice a difference. And uh, we always tell people to take it slow, start with 10 or 15 minutes at a time, treat it like a form of exercise. You don't just go run a marathon if you have never jogged before. So you have to sort of condition your body to deal with the heat and the response to the heat. And usually it might take people anywhere from six weeks to three months before they're able to sit in there 35 minutes a day, every day. Uh, And that's a general precaution. If you are fit and athletic, then it's not going to be an issue. You could jump in there a half hour a day, every day. But that's not most of my customers. A lot of people buy these have health conditions. So we teach them to start slowly and let your body acclimate to this type of therapy. And then once you do, you know, the sky's the limit. You can certainly be in there seven days a week uh, and really have a good time with it. And so can you explain uh, the different types of... um well, I'm sorry, before that, why don't we talk about some of the contraindications for near-infrared sauna use? Um, are there any cautions uh, regarding them, or are there, um, are there any people that should not be using a sauna? Um, well, first, you know, we'd always say if you have a health condition, you want to check with your practitioner, make sure that they don't disagree with me, because I'm going to say they're good for just about anything. The one standard contraindication is pregnancy, and that is not to do with the near-infrared, but to do with the heat. And I think all saunas are contraindicated for pregnant women. And uh, we, of course, recommend couples that want to conceive to do a course of detox work beforehand. Uh, but, but while a woman is pregnant, I think it's not a good idea to be in the sauna. Um, other than that, there really aren't a lot. There may be some individual conditions uh, there are some conditions like lupus or multiple sclerosis where some people are heat sensitive. And again, it's not so much the near infrared uh, as the heat. And I have seen one or two people with uh, uh, an eye condition that makes them sensitive, even intolerant to bright light. And the sauna is bright, it's not too bright for regular people. Uh, so if you have that kind of condition with your eyes, you can just wear sunglasses, and then it's fine. Um, but that's really about it. I haven't come across any other contraindications. People have any kind of medical implants. It's fine for that. We have a wide range. I even have a plate in my arm. It's totally fine. What about uh, breast implants? Also fine. I would say definitely check with your doctor. Um, but 
my uh, experience is that it's totally fine. And what about your eyes? Is the infrared sauna okay? Is it safe for your eyes? Is it safe to look at the bulbs while they're on? Yes, it's totally fine. This is uh, a question I get a lot, and um, it's safe. Uh, a small amounts of near-infrared are actually good for your eyes. The, there are some pilot studies going on right now using near-infrared light uh, to treat diabetic retinopathy, where they're literally shining the near-infrared light right into the eye. So it's, uh, it's not only is it not harmful, it's good. The sauna is bright, and my experience is that it, you, know, you know it's not pleasant to stare at the bulbs, <laughs> but it's certainly not harmful. There is some information out there about some possible problems with near-infrared and vision, and I do get some questions about that, so I just would like to address that. Those studies showing some uh, negative effects of near-infrared have nothing to do with the use in the sauna. They were for occupational exposure to welders and glass blowers. So this is a question of proper use and proper application. Um, anything and everything has a proper dosage in every nutrient, every vitamin, every mineral. It is useless with too little, wonderful with just the right amount, and dangerous with too much. It's the same thing with the sauna. If you sat in any sauna for 48 straight hours, you would be in big trouble. Um, that does not make the sauna harmful. It's all about a proper application. So as the sauna is used, it's good for your eyes. Are there any contraindications with children? Um, kind of what is the cutoff age of uh, what yes. age a child should begin using one? I'm okay. glad that you mentioned that. Uh, with children, uh, the, the cutoff age is... Uh, whether or not they are old enough to be sweating regularly. So the issue with children is they can get overheated. Little children, five, six, seven years old, they don't sweat like adults, and sweating is the means we use to regulate our body temperature. So a child in the sauna can get overheated quickly. So you know, if your child is 12 or 13 and uh, is starting to sweat more, then it's going to be fine. They'll just sweat the way adults do, and it'll be fine. But if you have a child who's younger and you want to put them in the sauna, there's a couple of things to do. One, you can leave the door open so that it doesn't get hot in there, but they get the benefits of the near-infrared light. Or you use a thermometer and take their temperature before they get in and then every five minutes or so. And when you see their body temperature start to go up, it's time to get out. So can you explain the different types of saunas that you manufacture? I have two on my website. I have the eco sauna, which is a frame type sauna, and then a, the fully wooden sauna that you manufacture. Can you kind of explain the differences between those two? Yeah. The, uh, the first model you mentioned, the eco sauna, uh, is a lightweight frame sauna. And what it is, the walls are kind of like uh, window frames where you have uh, wood around the outside. But it, and you'd have glass in the wall. But we don't use glass. We have a reflective lining. But the point there is that it's not a solid wood sauna. It's frames. It's very lightweight and uh, comes unassembled. So we can really ship that one anywhere in the world pretty easily. And you put it together at home. And um, it's a wonderful product. The reflective walls really, uh, they hold the heat in wonderfully. And they direct a lot more infrared to your body. And uh, so that is a very good product. And it's, um, it's affordable, and it's definitely our best seller. It's been our number one product over the last few years. And this year, we've, uh, we have a new product. That's the other one you have on your site. That's the lightweight wood sauna. 
and that is a it's it's not that different from the eco sauna but it does have a solid wood wall and uh, it's a also a lightweight sauna it's a little taller a little bigger than the eco sauna and it's beautiful <laughs> we really like this but it functions the same way it has the same heater the same reflective lining delivers all the same health benefits and uh, in just a uh, cosmetically uh, more attractive package and we also have a third model which is a heavy wood sauna and those are uh, the most sophisticated in terms of the carpentry or the cabinetry that goes in them uh, so they're very beautiful and they also run on the same heater and have the same reflective lining so one thing we wanted to do with our products we wanted to offer them across different price points to make them as affordable as we can uh, and we wanted to make sure that every product we have has the best uh, therapeutic application possible so they all run on the same heater that's one area we would never skimp on uh, they have to work otherwise it, it, there's no point in using them and don't they come in different types of wood yes yep we offer uh, the frames in pine which is sort of our base model which is very nice has a light pine scent uh, I really personally I really like the pine we offer poplar or basswood depending on what we have available they are very much interchangeable and poplar and basswood are woods that have no oil content at all so they're hypoallergenic they're for people with chemical sensitivities and uh, those are those are also nice woods and then we do do some units in cedar we don't really sell a lot of those uh, but we have it available if cedar is what you like and i always tell people don't buy a cedar unit unless you already know you like cedar because when that thing heats up the scent is very strong and i would not want someone to get it and then realize after the fact that they they don't like it uh, so we offer cedar though and it, it also is very beautiful yeah, and another concern a lot of people have when they're searching for a sauna and ready for purchase is does it come constructed with materials that are non-toxic and are not going to contribute to their their issue with chemical sensitivity? Right, right. That's obviously extremely important. You do not want to do detoxification work with toxic products. Uh, we don't use anything like that. We don't use any toxic products. We don't use any wood finishes. Um, we use a certain type of glue in some of our joints that is uh, it's FDA approved for indirect food contact. It's the kind of glue you find in a cutting board. It has no solvents and it cleans up with water and is completely non-toxic. And we, since we manufacture everything here in Maine ourselves, we can guarantee it is what it says uh, and it's not going to have any of that. The new product, um, uh, the new lightweight wood sauna, also has a different kind of glue in it that's made from soybeans which is also has zero voc and is completely non-toxic and you know it took us a while to find these proper solutions uh, but it's it's important the last thing you want to do is get into your <laughs> infrared sauna and find out that it's off gassing or you're breathing in something nasty and quite frankly i would be wary about some products coming from out of the country uh, especially from areas that have a bad reputation for product toxicity. And uh, when you buy one of our products, you can be guaranteed that it's not going to have anything like that in it. Yeah, it's amazing to me that um, there are so many manufacturers and there's a lot of stuff coming from China. And yes. I'm sure, I'm certain some of these saunas for Sam's Club and these yeah. saunas priced at $1,000. There's no way. I, I know that they're probably made with 
you know, toxic solvents and all kinds of funky construction materials. And then when you get in that sauna, it heats it up. You're just breathing that, that in. That's right. You're breathing in the fumes. You're sitting in the high electromagnetic field. The products you see at like Costco and sauna, those are, are the worst of the worst in terms of the quality of the construction and the toxicity. Uh, they're not worth your time. It wouldn't go anywhere near those. And so how long does it take to get one of these babies delivered? Because I'm, th- I'm going to get one soon. <laughs> I just I have my the one that I made uh, that I have in my my store where it's just a three bulb little carrying case Nirenberg sauna but uh I'm looking to upgrade um because I want to be you know get the full enclosure where you can just close it and you get much more heat um I'm having some issues with you know I just want it to be hotter you know and um it's, right. it's hard to seal off my shower but it works right. very well very well but it's it's uh, challenging for me to get generate the heat that I'm desiring. Yeah. Um, well, two things about that. Um, first, first part of your question: How long does it take? It can take anywhere from two to six weeks, depending how busy it is. Uh, because we do make everything here. We used to make them to order. We're switching over to making batches of certain products. So there'll be hopefully there'll be some times where we actually have some products on the shelf. And, uh, but if not, you're looking at anywhere from two to six weeks, uh, because like I said, we make everything by hand here. Uh, and then the other thing I wanted to mention about your sauna at, that you have now not getting hot enough. One of the things we have in our, our design now that no one else is doing in any infrared sauna is that we have the, the heat lamps are in a track light fixture. So if for some reason you were to find the sauna wasn't hot enough for you, you can just add extra track heads and bulbs. And there isn't any other sauna in the market where you can so easily add more heat. All the far infrareds with carbon panels or ceramic heaters, you can't just add an extra carbon panel. It doesn't work that way. Um, you can't do it at all, actually. And the other near-infrared saunas that are all hardwired, you can't do that also. You can't just add another bulb without taking the thing apart, drilling some new holes, wiring something in. But with ours and the track lights, you just get another track head from us and just pop it right in the track and you're good to go. Uh, so that, you know, that could come for someone who puts their sauna in a cold basement and they find it's not quite getting as hot as they want, but it's, it's really a unique feature. So, you know, in your case where it might not be getting hot enough, uh, if you were, if that was the case with one of our units, we could fix that for you. No problem. Yeah. I have a space heater in there. Um, but unfortunately to have the cords coming out, uh, you know, there's like a little gap and, you know, the right. heat escapes very easily um, right. but I do have a heater in there and it's it it's great the majority of the time it's awesome yeah yeah well I, I no, no doubt you'll enjoy one of our models oh <laughs> I'm, I got it coming oh yeah I told my husband that's the first thing I want <laughs> my problem is I spent all my money on my website um, well, so <laughs> helping everybody not else thing. not a bad thing you're helping a lot of people <laughs> So, you know, I have a question that I like to ask all of my guests. Uh, what do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I have a couple. <laughs> Physically, I, I would say inflammation is the most pressing issue. Uh, and um, there are lots of, there might be things that cause inflammation, such as toxicity. Uh, but I think, it, or or diet, bad diet is a real contributor. Uh, but I think that's sort of that's something that is part of just about every health condition out there, particularly cardiovascular diseases and cancer. 
So I think that's a you know an associated syndrome with just about everything. Uh, so I think that's um, that's a real problem. And yes, the near infrared sauna does deal with that. It's strongly anti-inflammatory, and um, so that that's physically. Uh, I would say another big health uh, problem, in my opinion, is the is a combination of ignorance and apathy uh, in people who are looking too much for someone else to fix it for them. And you need to get out there, you need to read, you need to learn, and then you need to do something about it. Just like with exercise, you know, your doctor can't exercise for you. <laughs> and no health practitioner can exercise for you. So you gotta get out there and you gotta do it. Um, and you gotta spend a little time figuring out what it is that you need to do, and then the rest of your time doing it. Um, it's not that complicated, but to think there are too many people right now who just aren't, aren't doing it. Yeah, and I, I agree with you. That's such a huge problem. There's so many sick people, and they're just blindly doing what their doctor tells them to do. But ultimately, no one is as invested in your wellness as you are. And right. no one is going to do the work for you. I have so many clients come to me and so many clients I hear of that the doctor says, oh, there's nothing more we can do. And right. it's BS. There's it's BS. so right. many things you can do. One right. is removing the toxic body burden and see if that helps you get better. Right. You know, we've just we've seen so much this year about the Obamacare and the new health insurance and how it's going to be so good for people. But it's the same thing, the elephant in the room. It doesn't address people's actual behavior. And quite frankly, I would be really thrilled and impressed instead of doing this insurance if uh, the president was on the TV every morning at 6 a.m. working out with everybody in the country, you know, the way Jack Lane used to do in the 50s, that, that would be really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> you know, every morning the president is on the treadmill and in the gym live and, yeah. uh, and you know, inspiring people to get up and move. Yeah, that we need an really Ob Obama cam. <laughs> exactly. You know, talking to people and working out, that would be pretty fun. Uh, instead, we have this monstrosity of legislation, which is... You know, not, I don't think it's going to make a difference in people's actual well-being. Yeah. So yeah, listeners out there, I urge you if you have been told by a doctor or any healthcare practitioner that there's nothing more you can do, mm -mm. get on that internet, get on liveto110.com, go to Michael's site near infraredsauna.com. There is so much you can do um, that is not mainstream medicine that your doctor has not learned in medical school. Uh, what doctors learn in medical school is diagnosis, medications, and surgery. And there's so much more to healthcare other than that. Absolutely. But it's an it's amazing, uh, amazing aspect of healthcare. You know, if I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with me, I want to go to a doctor. Um, but there's lots of other diagnostic tools as well, but like hair mineral analysis, which is one of my favorites, but it's not a diagnostic tool to figure out exactly uh, what your disease label is, um, but it can definitely tell you what path you need to take to heal yourself. Um, but definitely get out there and get proactive. Don't do not take no for an answer. So Michael, yeah. So Michael, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more, um, you know, about where they can find you and what you're up to these days? Um, well, you can find me online. The website is www.near infraredsauna.com and the company's Long Life Saunas you can google them uh, and you'll find me there uh, we do have a blog it's called the Near Infrared Sauna Experience it definitely needs to be updated 
It's uh, haven't done much on there because we're so busy actually building the saunas. Um, but there's some really good articles there explaining some of the common problems with other models, including this idea of reflective interiors and thermostats. There's some, there's some good posts on there. Um, but that's where you'll find me. Um, my email address is michael at nearinfraredsauna.com. You can find that on the website too. And um, feel free to call or email if you have some questions about this kind of sauna. Be happy to talk to you. And um, I'd love to see you get in one. And so you can ship anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, we can ship anywhere in the world. The eco-sauna uh, is the easiest thing to ship internationally, but we've shipped wood saunas internationally. Um, for things like that, you know, we, we go on an individual basis, and I'm talking overseas shipping, not Canada or Mexico. Um, we, we sell, sell a lot of products in Canada. That's easy. It's the overseas. That's a little complicated, uh, but it's certainly doable. And... Um, if you are listening and you have some interest in that, definitely contact us and we'll, uh, we'll get you a quote. And you can also uh, wire the sauna for whatever voltage in each country, right? Yeah, we've got products in 14 different countries. So we've got them wired to 110 or 220 or 230 is usually what it is. And it's the plug type. There's a different plug type for England, for Europe, for Australia. Uh, so we can get all those, and we since we make them here individually, we will wire it so that it works wherever you are in the world, and so that it has the right plug type. So when you get it, get it, you can just plug it right in, and you're good to go. Well, that's handy. Yeah, yeah, it's convenient. <laughs> we want it. We want you to be able to get in there right away. No obstacles to uh, uh, getting in the sauna. Yeah, I don't imagine a typical uh, travel converter is going to work too well. <laughs> no, you, you can't. You can't. No, those things aren't good for the uh, for the amount of electricity these use. Well, Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show, and thank you for spreading the word about the, you know, the dire importance of detoxification in using near-infrared saunas. And uh, I, you know, I think you make the highest quality near-infrared saunas on the market, and I'm, I'm just really proud to offer them for sale on the Live to 110 store. Well, that's great, Wendy. I appreciate you doing that, and I really appreciate you, you having me on today and giving me the chance to talk about it. All right. Well, thank you so much. All right, Wendy, thank you. If you want to learn all about the modern paleo diet and watch my cooking show, you can find it on livetoone110.com and on my YouTube channel, Wendy Live to 110. And you can find me on Facebook and Twitter at I Will Live to 110. <laughs> and I am the General Lee. You can find me at generallee.com or on my Facebook page, which is General Lee Fitness and Nutrition. Or follow me on Instagram. My IG name is Jen Lee. And, of course, if you like what you heard on the show today, please give the Live to 110 podcast a review on iTunes. We need your reviews. We love those positive reviews. So please get on there and give us a great review. Please, we are begging you. Please. <laughs> we need reviews. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Remember, you've got to get your butt in a near-infrared sauna and sweat out those chemicals. It is essential for your health. This is one of my main messages I talk about on Live to 110. You must detox to live a healthy life and live to 110. And a near-infrared sauna is one of the best ways to do that. Thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast. <laughs>